Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is episode 486 DX for December 15th, 2022. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another one of your hosts, Random Dave. I'm, I'm another, another host, host, Kyle. Oh! <laughs> I'm another host, Bo. Bo jumping the gun. <laughs> Not as bad as me. Dave was supposed to be running this. Yeah, just, that's like, why it took me like five minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, <laughs> Too slow, Dave. Too slow. Did we intro everyone? Yeah, I think everyone? so. Yeah, I think so. We did. Okay. So. Yeah, Dave, did. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm job, passing everybody. the baton back no, over to no, you. Sorry, I, I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> here. Don't be cut in charge now. Go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Dave, why don't you start us off with what you did in Gens this week? Uh, mostly posted news on uh, Canadian gun nuts. And uh, yeah. Um, said unkind things about the government on a fairly regular basis. Going to get on another list. I, I'm probably on all the lists anyway. And again, say, to all our RCMP listeners, hello. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. Appreciate it. Is there a list Dave's not on? <laughs> I think we're all on all the lists right now. Yeah. yeah. Adriel, what have you been up to? Uh, more than you, apparently. Uh <laughs> I was uh, scheduling a couple of Maple Seed events. Uh, did a Maple Seed call, I think, recently. I was rebuilding my ARs on that call. I've got them kind of up over here. Fortuitously, timely uh, rebuilds. Uh, and just as we speak, I'm uh, just enjoying some uh, some vino. I've been making a bunch of uh, homemade wine. And uh, I opened the wrong bottle because I just bottled this stuff like two days ago so it's uh, completely <laughs> tasteless <laughs> yeah and uh it needs to sit in that bottle longer aged for but, two days wonderful yeah, yeah, not not long quality enough. alberta quality alberta wine mm. there homebrew yeah two days oh i got two other batches i just I, I didn't think i just pulled a bottle off just as i was running in here i don't know adriel i've heard that december 13th is a nice vintage <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, I have been working on rebuilding my Matrix Aerospace uh, rifle. Yeah. I had stripped it for parts, and, uh, and I'm putting it back together. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about, more about that later uh, when we get into the news. Uh, my kid went to the mall, and he like wanted to buy some stuff, so he's like, make some videos. So I made a bunch of videos, and he edited a bunch of videos. And <laughs> it, uh, nice. There's a bunch of them now. So I, I put one out on like gun safety because uh, I was like, ah, yeah, you know, that's a good topic. I put one out on the Jukov stock, that Magpul Jukov stock, Cross Mags Gen 2, and a whole schwack of like flashlight and battery vids and whatnot. So if you want to check those out, they'll be on Hunting Gear Guy. I'm probably going to do one tonight on the news we're, we're talking about as well, just because yes. it's uh, so fucking based. So. Mm-hmm. that's uh that's me what about you mo uh i dropped off the cz shadow 2 that i that i sold to somebody in ontario so i brought it right to him uh very nice guy rolf he's another ipsic shooter uh so i stayed and chatted with him a lot of gun stuff for a while um i went to g4c in markham ontario and i picked up uh I picked up um, some some. I was going to do some skeet shooting on Sunday, so I picked up uh, the seven and a half, one and one eighth ounce. The, I guess it's from Challenger, um, and it was like one twenty plus tax. And I remember buying it for seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we're for obviously two hundred fifty rounds. So. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, we're all so turning into our parents now, Mo, with everything, not just gun stuff. So I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, I can't believe how much that was. I know, but that's, that wasn't that, that, that was long like, ago, Dave. A month ago, not... right? <laughs> <laughs> wasn't 50 years ago. It was last month or six months yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I needed it, so I had no choice. Um, I renewed my membership at the Galt Sportsman Club, which is near Cambridge, Ontario. I, w- I was thinking about not. Because uh, this this past year I didn't really go very much, uh, but I'm going to make a commitment to kind of go every time I come back for a visit. I'm going to I'm going to go and and shoot shoot with my friends. So I renewed my membership there. Um, it's a really nice range too. Like one of all the places I've gone to in Ontario, Quebec, I would say it's one of the nicest in terms of uh, <laughs> their their clay section, rifle, um, uh, the handgun section. Uh, and with rifle, they even put a lot of like, they did a lot of work to it and stuff. So it's a, uh, the shooting bays are much more covered now uh, and, and enclosed. So even in winter, it's pretty nice to shoot. And they have these big like uh, garage doors that you open to the obviously to the shooting area that to open down range. Um, so I was there on Sunday with my my friend uh, Mike and Darren, and we we did some skeet shooting, just a couple of rounds. I'm terrible at it, but I I still enjoy it. I still well, you enjoy need to it. get your shotgun out and stop using your uh, fancy handgun for it, and you'd be better. Yeah, is that what it was? Yeah. <laughs> Damn upset <laughs> guys! <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, uh, there's not enough. There's not enough pellets for me to actually be accurate. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> but I still have fun. I don't. I don't. I don't take it too. I don't get too stressed about it. Um, and it turned out to be a nice day too. It wasn't that cold. Uh, we went over the rifle section, had a little fun there too. And then I uh, try fire practice this week as well, because uh, we have a match uh, this weekend tomorrow. Uh, so it's my the my local range in CTM does a match every month, and I always go to help build and uh, and then I shoot it the next day. So I'm going to be going there tomorrow for the build, and then the shoot will be Saturday. And uh, that's it for me. How about you, Cal? Uh, we had the turkey shoot last Saturday at the range. It was a good day. So basically all that worked was a blind poker shoot. So we had targets. You're just shooting at dots, and there was cards on the other side. So I was there all day scoring poker hands and everything. And oh, we actually fun. had a good good number of people out. Gage shot and won himself a ham. And then later on, I went down and I won a ham. So we won a couple hams at that. Couple of hams. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We both got uh, trip queens. So pretty good. And then sold a few guns and just trying to basically doing the winter equivalent of spring cleaning, cleaning up projects, trying to get some projects done and just get rid of stuff that I don't need and just clean stuff up. Cause there's a lot, I kind of a pack rat in a way. So, so yeah, other than that, that's about it right now. Awesome. All right. Let's get on to events. There's going to be a Lloyd Minster gun show, um, January 21st and 22nd. So head on out to that. Uh, if you want to set up a ladies day uh, this year, head on over to your email and send one to Kelly, radio at gmail.com. And she'll show you all about that. Uh, let's get into the news. Uh, yes, gotta, yes, gotta start yes, with the big yes, one. Yes, yes, gotta yes. start with the big one. The Alberta government uh, said that they're now taking all <laughs> firearms cases into province, not letting it to the feds. And they said they have directed four of the prosecutors to not pursue charges in cases where you got a firearm before May 1st, 2020. That firearm was reclassified to prohib, so that's the OIC. Um, and there's no other charges that were present. So if that's all that they've got you for is possession of one of these prohib guns, they're going to be like, nah. Are they going to give you the gun back? Like, have a nice day. Sorry for troubling you. Will the police even bother charging you at this point? I don't think the police are going to bother 
because why would you bother charging with someone with something when they're when it's not going to stick? So I don't think they're going to charge for it. They could. You might have it. You might get even and the the gun being confiscated possible. Also possible. Now, is Alberta one of the now some places I know that they sort of they talk to the crown before the like cops talk to the crown before they decide what charges to throw at you? Is Alberta one of those? Or is that up to I'm the cop? Sure. I'm not sure. Either. I'm not sure on that one. Don't know. Don't know. But uh, anyways, it's very based. Um, so like the, the OIC, and they said uh, they're going to do the same thing for any amendment that's added to the C-21 and C-21 itself. So all the guns that are in there. Basically, what this does is, um, and I think we talked about this on the show. I'm pretty sure I mentioned on the show, like the the most the best thing that Alberta could do about this was if they were to just say, oh, "We're just not going to like just ignore it." Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And I, and that's exactly what they did. And Good. Bravo. Uh, not to take all the credit for this, but I did email Shandro about this uh, last week, and it happened. You did? So I'm going to take. Yeah, I did. I, I nice. Good job, exactly it. this. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take sole credit for this. Um, I'm sure <laughs> a lot of people last, but. I was probably the straw that broke the camel's back on this one. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, good for that them. Could, that could be fair. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, it, it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm super yeah. happy about it because, um, wow. Think of like all the, all the guns that were in that OIC, all the guns since that, that have been banned and for no reason, for absolutely no reason. It's, it's the right move. What's that, Dave? So does that mean so. that if we're in Alberta, we can go, you know what? We're going to have an AR-15 only match. Go to the range and shoot your AR-15s. Because the provincial CFO does the licenses for the range to say what you can shoot there. Correct. Mm. Uh, TBD. Now, I, I would email uh, our, our, our CFO, but I'm sure yeah. like 100 people have already emailed her. Yeah. <laughs> when can I use my AR? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they can give ATTs for prohibs. No reason they can't. Uh, well, is or did the, they change that in the federal law? They used to be able to. No, they they I believe they said they it so that can. um for prohibited firearms that you need to get an ATT from your CFO. So yeah, um I would like a long term ATT from my hunting <laughs> range. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah. actually, to, uh, to hunting as well, just for any lawful activity, that would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah I'd like to go we'll hunting. Go for hunting but, um, here, as it's intended for. So um, this takes effect January 1st, 2023. Um, it's good for any of those previously non-restricted guns that nice. uh, that got reclassified. That's wonderful. Uh, which is why I am rebuilding this matrix, because I had these parts on a different gun that did the same thing. And now I can put them on this one because it's just flat out better. So amazing. I'm happy about this. I, yeah. I, yeah. I also, hope that some other ones kick in. I'm come on, Manitoba, come on, Saskatchewan, come on, Yukon, Ontario. You guys need to step the f up. Heck with they you. They're not they voting won't. for you anyway. So yeah, they won't. On. But uh, that's okay. I think that the the big advantage here is uh, SKSs, M1 Garands. When that amendment goes through, if it goes through. Won't affect anyone here if you're really into guns. Uh, move to Alberta, I guess. Yeah. You think they'd give me an ATT to take my ARs to Alberta, or I'd just have to like uh, smuggle them over the border and then just not? Oh, if you about. move, you could take them with you, so it's, <laughs> yeah. there's no issue. Mm-hmm. True, mm-hmm. true, true. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yet, uh, looks like yeah, get a little move. room in your back corner there, Adriel, enough room to put a cot up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can sleep with Blizzard here. You can just like he looks. He looks room, right. <laughs> He likes guns. Wait, can we, <laughs> can we, uh, can we seek asylum with you? Yeah. <laughs> Show up at the border, walk across with a cart full of our guns. Yeah. Well, I think you're being persecuted in your original. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, our original think, country. Think, yeah. Yeah. I think you, uh, I give a point there. Give a very good point. Yeah. I'm, I'm really happy about this. Alberta. This is this is yeah. like the most based thing that they could do. I'd like if they like also instructed the police, like, hey, uh, since this isn't being prosecuted, please don't even bother with these charges. Yeah. That would be uh, tight on do, the top. Do real police and yeah. leave these good people alone. I think yeah, they were so. gonna anyways. I can't imagine like yeah. this is this yeah, is like yeah. a do nothing well, charge. If, yeah, if there's no possible hope of anything, then they why would they bother? It's a waste of mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, amazing. it is amazing. Super glad that they did it. Uh, super happy. We don't know about ARs. We don't know if firearms will be confiscated if you get pulled over and they charge you and then they drop the charge later. Don't know that. But uh, early days, early days. I'm sure yeah. uh, Bryant is, uh, is our CFO. I'm, I'm sure she'll uh, uh, already know about those questions and already have like answers for them or is maybe Good. choosing not to answer them uh, strategically. Yeah, could be that too. Yeah. Be something, be one of those read between the lines. Yeah. We're saying nothing but uh, carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Think about how mad this must make Marco and the Polly people and all those. Oh, I know. It's wonderful. It's awful that people would dare, dare to to dispute their, their, well, quote unquote facts, whatever the hell they're talking about. But (laughs) it would be really interesting if more provinces do this because it would basically be. Like the federal government just seeing a complete revolt from the provinces. Which, yeah, yeah, that would be. They deserve amazing. it. They sure didn't happen they to do. a nicer, uh, nicer set of folks. That's mm. <coughs> we have to have to ask the ranges what they're going to do about this. So does this mean just like have at her? Yeah, I'd like, I, <laughs> yeah. I hope so. This is like official yeah. government saying that they're not going to bother with any of this. So. Maybe it would depend can... on the range license because if they're still mm. technically prohibited federally and your license doesn't say prohibited rifles, you're not going to be able to shoot them at the range. But if they just modify it, just say, good to go. Hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. Because I think our, one of ours says no prohibited rifles, but prohibited handguns are okay. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't think ours says anything. Our ranges are just uh, <laughs> classified by ammunition. Oh, interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. That'd 50 be interesting to look at that range license over. Yeah. 50 yeah. cal only. Uh, all right. Let's move on. Uh, C21 shelved until after the Christmas break. Yay. So uh, we're going <clears> to, <throat> that won't take effect anytime soon. That's all it is. They're just, they're going on Christmas break. They can't. They were talking about maybe doing some extra consultation because they didn't con- consult on the amendment. Um, at best, that's a, that's a delaying technique. At best, yeah. Well, and I saw something. Someone was complaining because they figured it wasn't going to be till April that they actually got back to talked about this again. Because I guess between Christmas and April, they have a lot of trips booked. I guess. I don't cool. know. Cool. Yeah. That's well, that's uh, all good. They can just uh, bugger off with that for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Maybe take it with them on one of their trips and fall into the Mariana Trench. It'd yeah. be fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Field, <laughs> you got your uh your alberta you know moving plan set up yet <laughs> considering it service rifle or some, with some rifle. good stuff yeah. you guys are going to be using uh infields maybe we're lucky <laughs> i mean that's a military <laughs> weapon that is designed to kill the most amount of people the shortest amount of time <laughs> yep <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, the liberals put a, a hunter in front of the camera that claims that she hunts with a, a 22 gauge. No. Yeah. Uh, just that so, smug look uh, on Marco's face during that entire thing. He's got that weird grin the whole time. Like, what are you uh, wrong with you? And yeah. then she steps up. Oh, I use my 22 gauge for hunting. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, I, I, it felt like like someone in blackface, like they like they're trying to put out someone who's like supposed to be a hunter, but they're like they're not, or like cosplay yeah. as yeah. a hunter. <laughs> yeah, my dad has uh, three guns, maybe, <laughs> and I've never hunted with them, but he did, and I don't really actually know anything about them, like twenty-two gauge or something. I don't know, hunt the tarbigan, <laughs> and uh... <laughs> well, if anyone if anyone checked her, if anyone checked her seat. Um, this was maybe the only one in the Liberal Caucus they could find who was willing to say something because she sits right near the back. At least she's got an aisle seat, so she's got room. She's got elbow room, so that's good. But <laughs> she sits near the back, and she's from Newfoundland. So other people from Newfoundland, you gotta like get on the phone and like get on her ass because you know she's making you look bad. Hmm. Yep, that's my best Newfie accent. Yeah, it was. It was. Anyway, she good. sucks. I could tell yeah. you're doing an accent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. Yeah. Mike was saying he wants the president of Mossberg to testify in that committee. Yeah, that would be interesting. So did yeah. you design this thing? This AR variant. <laughs> yeah. 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 
exactly. The Plankster assault weapon. Which military units use this? Is that a special <laughs> forces issue weapon, or is this yeah. Reg Force? Uh, yeah, well, they're special, all right. <laughs> yeah. very, very special forces. <laughs> that, yeah. The Plankster. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get on to uh, CCFR legal fund donations. Uh, the CCFR legal challenge dates have been set. Uh, April 11th to 20th will be the uh, will be the battle. Uh, join, donate, and support the CCFR. If you want to help uh, support the CCFR, head on over to uh, your EMT, ATB, bank, whatever the heck kind of thing you got going on, and send an EMT to finance at firearms firearmrights.ca. Don't put the S in the middle there, otherwise. No, that's my website. Don't use that one. Oh, Man, God, I've gotten yeah. so much shooting money lately, by the way. Just these random EMTs from people. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good for money, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> All right, let's get into new gun stuff. For new gun stuff, new gun stuff is brought to you by Bullseye North. Uh, need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstore and a proud supporter of the CCFR. The wide selection of guns, top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply. And subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to their hottest deals. Um, I got two deals I want to talk about for theirs. The first one is that uh, they now have in stock the 2023 CCFR Gunny Girl Calendar. Um, mm -hmm. Looks kind of like this. Not kind of like that. That's the one. <laughs> Uh, and then the next one is that they have 10% off Stoger shotguns and free shipping over $200. So um, their P3500, which is a three and a half inch uh, shotgun, on for $427. Uh, very reasonable. If you want the, uh, mm -hmm. the camo version, it's $517. So <laughs> pretty super reasonable. Uh, mm -hmm. Other than that, the only other new gun thing that I saw that was kind of interesting was Cabela's had the Novas on for... What was it for seventy nine four seventy nine for the Benelli Nova? Hmm. Not semi auto though, just pump. But it's such a hmm. it's such a slick pump. Like of all the pump actions for like like between like a Mossberg or a Remington or a Nova, I think I'd rather shoot the Nova. Less parts for available for it compared to the Rem, but uh, yeah. I still like the pump. It's smoother. Hmm. All right, let's get on to the main topic. All right, today for the main topic, we are joined by Eric, who's the president of Gray Fox Strategic. Uh, Gray Fox Strategic began uh, due to the lack of quality left-handed gear available in the market, evolving to making holsters and gear for friends in law enforcement, military, and various shooting sports. They started by opening an online store in 2017 and moved out of the garage to a physical location in 2018. Based in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada, Gray Fox Strategic is an all-in-one Kydex provider who strives to be on the cutting edge of the industry, from holsters to specialized Kydex solutions. They work with clients to provide them with the best product possible. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So uh, I let you know just before the show, I like I wanted to pick your brain on some different holster stuff. I was actually looking at like uh, building some holsters on your website, and I was That's like, cool. oh, man, you know what would be the best? If I could get some someone on the show, and then we could pick their brain about <laughs> uh, some of the different features that you have, because like the when you go to the website to pick out a holster, like there's a whole schwack of features, so... Yes, there, there's no lack of, of features on holsters, mag carriers, and all that stuff. Um, so what were you looking at specifically? Oh, uh, well, let's let's go through the uh, inside the waistband holsters, because I think that that's something that a lot of Canadians just don't have a lot of experience with. Sure, absolutely. So we have uh, basically our line of holsters come in non-light bearing and light bearing. Uh, and I will grab one here. So this one right here would be a light bearing Wraith holster. It's for a Glock 19 with a TLR-8 uh, inside the waistband, lefty. Nice. Uh, on here, you can actually see we have the Ultituck clip, which is one of the options for uh, belt attachments. We have a multitude of those. Uh, What's we'll get it. That, does, does that just like lock onto the belt then? Is that what you're doing there? Yeah, absolutely. It's just a, a pressure fit. So you'll, let me see if I can get it on camera here. Yeah. Um, basically you'll put your, you'll squeeze your pants through this little opening here. And as you close it, it just tightens up on, on your pants. So cool. with this kind of option, you don't need a belt. Uh, it's, it'll clip onto basically as long as there's fabric, it'll clip on it. 
Okay. All right. And so that's basically our light bearing option. And then we released a new product. Uh, this is called the Shadow. And the light bearing version is called the Umbra. Uh, and it's basically just a all-in-one uh, appendix carry system. So you've got the holster here. And if you look on the back, we have what we call our little bridge made out of Tigris. And that connects your holster with your mag carrier. And we have three different sizes for those. So depending if you want to have your, uh, your mag carrier and your holster very close together or a little bit more spread out, uh, basically the, there's three options for that. But that's our other option for inside the waistband. And you'd pick different lengths based on the uh, circumference of your gut, I think? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to put it nicely. Um, or if um, I don't have one here with me, but basically our largest bridge uh, actually has um, some slots cut into it so that if you wanted to carry a small knife, you could actually clip it into the bridge itself between the, yeah. the gun and the mag. Cool. Neat. Um, and so now if you want, I can basically showcase a little bit of the, um, belt attachments that go onto the inside the waistband and, and describe a little bit what they are. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a couple of options yeah. there. Like, uh, there was like wings and, uh, and that kind of thing. I was wondering yeah. what they those did. Yeah. So like I showed, uh, earlier, there's the ulti tuck, um, which clips onto any material. You don't need a belt. Uh, there's another option let's see if i can bring it up on camera here uh basically the same it's just it's very slim but this is the ulti clip and it has a little bit more um variability as to how high or low you want to have it on your holster so if we were to look at this one uh basically over here it can move basically up and down right yeah kind of like a hanger uh exactly yeah so it's these are all metal uh, and they work in the same way. You just open them up, put your fabric through, and just clip, and clip it down. Uh, then we have uh, the plastic variation of that, which works with uh, belts. So we have uh, an inch and a half and an inch and three-quarter option for these, mm -hmm. these belt clips, uh, because they do clip onto uh, the belt itself, not just the fabric. Uh, and then... Along the lines of the Ultituck, we have uh, basically a metal and a plastic uh, belt clip. So this is called the monoblock. Uh, it is all metal. It is two parts, as you can see here. Uh, and it only works with belts that are inch and a half. Uh, but it's, it's very durable. It's like I said, it's, it's metal. It's not going to rust. It's not going to go anywhere. Uh, and then we have the, basically the plastic version of that. Uh, and this one will actually work with either you can pick uh, inch and a half or inch and three quarter uh, size as well for the belt. So that's basically all the options you'll have uh, for your belt attachments for inside the waistband. Mm -hmm. And then the other little piece of the puzzle would be what we call the mod wing or the concealment wing, which is right here. And basically what that does uh, is once you've uh, once you've put your holster uh, inside your pants. Uh, this will sit, this little foot here, will sit behind uh, your pants, behind the belt. And what mm -hmm. it does is it pushes against your belt. So what it does is it will push the butt of the gun basically into your belly, just giving you a little bit more concealment. So if you've got a, a, full, a full frame gun, uh, definitely go with something with the wing. Uh, like I said, it'll just push everything into the gut conceal it a little bit more. Uh, when you're going with, um, well, if you have the ability to go with um, shorter grip guns, uh, then the wing is not as important. Mm -hmm. But definitely if you've got a full grip, definitely go with the wing. And same thing with this one. I don't have it on there, but it basically connects to the, uh, the two screws here, which are also act as your retention on your gun. And it's, it does the same thing. It basically just pushes the, uh, the gun into your belly and hides it just a little bit more. Got it. But you'd, it sounds like you'd want one of those. Any, like, would you would you put the, one of those on even if you were running like a subcompact or a compact? Absolutely. It, it, it just adds to the concealment. So, and, you know, you can never have enough concealment. So, um, no matter what, I would, I always suggest to go with the wing. 
Got it. And that basically covers our inside the waistband. And like I said, we have two different variations for each model, which is the light, uh, the light bearing and the long light bearing. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the things I found interesting was that uh, you guys were you had like a Glock forty eight option with the TLR six on it, which is TLR six. Which is their one that runs well without the rail? The TLR six. TLR six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys had that option, which um, is sounds super practical to me. Like you'd want a, a light on a gun like that, and uh, having having a holster that'll run it is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, anytime you you can or are able to running a gun with a light or a light and a laser combo is just you know, that much more efficient. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. So why don't we go through your your outside the waistband holsters? Sure. I've, I've got one of yours around here somewhere for a Glock seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, sorry for the noise. Um, so this is our basilisk uh, model. So this is for the uh, lighted version. So this one is for a Glock 17 with an APLC. And <clears throat> there's, there's not much um, to these. Literally, they will uh, sit on the belt line uh, very nice and tight to the body uh, with belt loops that are attached to our attachment points there. Uh, belt loops come from, uh, they vary from inch and a half to two inch. Uh, and like I said, it's uh, very tight to the body. So if you're looking for something that is concealable, um, this would be your option. Um, mm -hmm. And as you can see here, we have a retention point basically on all our holsters, uh, all our mag carriers. So you can adjust the retention uh, to what you like, right? If you want it a little bit tighter, a little bit looser, up to you. I, I don't decide that for you. And then... Here we do have basically the non-lighted version. Uh, this one's for Glock 17. Same thing. Uh, very low profile. Sits tight to the body. And what we have here is our service line of holster. Um, these are, I don't want to say they're the more tactical, but they are the ones that have uh, the more options as far as belt attachments go. Um, this one is set up with a Safariland Midride UBL, uh, which basically drops the gun down by a couple inches from your belt line, making it a little bit easier to draw and holster, especially if you're wearing something like a plate carrier. Uh, and on this model, we have the level two retention, which is basically just the uh, Safariland SLS hood that you click on and off. Yeah. And that's basically it. Uh, and then we have uh, our Phoenix, which is uh, looks exactly the same. It's just it's for the lighted uh, guns. And that's about it. Awesome. And like you've got a, a, a pretty decent variety of like colors and all sorts of other stuff going <laughs> close holsters too, right? Absolutely. So we try to offer um, a variety of options, right? As far as colors. Uh, uh, guns, lights, uh, everything. We just we just try to offer as much as we can. Um, as far as colors go, we will do the more military stuff like OD, Coyote, mm -hmm. black, uh, and then we have other you know colors like pink, uh, Tiffany blue. Uh, we've got a new one that is uh, topo uh, topographic. So they're they come in gray, greens. Uh, it's yeah, a lot of options. Um, What's the stuff there? You got like 20, 25 colors on each, on the gun, on the holsters. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. I think it's cool. I mean, like um, if you have a whole pile of holsters, it's hard. Like if I look in my, on my holster shelf uh, and I, I like, I need to grab um, one of my Glock ones. Um, they're all black. <laughs> it's nice to have them like a little bit of color coding in there. <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with uh, you know black. It, it's it's the 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 standard color. I think it's our most popular color is is black, right? It, you can go with everything. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Hmm. What's your uh, what's your most popular holster? Um, hard to tell. Uh, we can go a week where we'll be selling a lot of Griffins, uh, and then for the next two weeks it will be a different model. 
Uh, I think uh, overall the Phoenix line is our most popular. So that is the, the mm-hmm. like I was mentioning, the more tactical uh, for the lighted uh, guns. Basically. And are you selling like mostly holsters with uh, that are that are made for lights? Um, nope. That is there's a huge mix of uh, light bearing and non light bearing. Hmm. You guys, you guys do uh, thigh holsters too, as well, right? Not just hip, hip holsters for the yeah. Band. So um, just to go back uh, to this one, uh, we don't have a thigh rig per se. Uh, this is basically the only one, the only option that we have that would uh, drop it down a little bit from your waist. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, unfortunately, I can't show you. But the, the attachment points at the back um, will basically work with any attachments from Safariland, uh, Blade Tech. Uh, G code. So if you were to have um, a thigh rig from any of those companies, uh, you could attach one of our holsters on there. No problem. Awesome. It's yeah. really, it's really good when, when all the, all the attachment points, cause, cause there's like so many different systems out there. Right? There is. And everybody just tweaks. theirs just a little bit, just, just enough that, you know, uh, you can only use theirs, but we've, we've managed to, to make it fairly universal. Mike's mentioning that he's a big fan of your uh, Baofeng radio pouch. You guys have yes. a radio pouch for the Baofengs? Yeah, we we also make uh, radio carriers. Uh, <laughs> you name it, we've 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 made it. Uh, we make handcuff carriers, uh, tourniquet carriers, a lot of stuff. Yeah, you guys got a ton of stuff on your accessories. Badge holders. You got Kestrel uh, wind reader holders. Yeah, flashlights. Oh. Awesome. So those are actually quite popular, the Kestrel carriers as well as the uh, 22 mag carriers, uh, since a lot of people are doing that, uh, the CPRS and that kind of uh, shooting match, they, uh, they're very popular. Yeah. And I believe I might have brought An injection so- carrier. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah, so this is one of our basically tourniquet carriers. Uh, fairly universal. We'll work with uh, Cat, Soft T, uh, Sam XT. Those are the threes that we um, have worked with. Uh, and then the attachment point at the back will work with Malice Clips or uh, a Tech Lock. And mm-hmm. it can be mounted uh, vertically or horizontally. And these are our big, big mag carriers for the uh, 22 mags. So this one's for oh, the CZ457. Uh, oh, okay. And yep. basically, you can put them uh, bullets forward, bullets backwards. doesn't really matter. And on these little suckers, what we did is we created um, basically a system where the each mag is independently... Uh, the retention works independently on each mag. So if you can see Ooh. the retention oh, point okay. there works with one mag while the one on the bottom works with the other mag. Hmm. Yeah, that would be yeah. awesome for those guys yeah. who are in CRPS and that kind of thing because the 457s are really popular in there and like, yeah, what do you run for a mag carrier on it? Yeah, so like I was saying, those those little carriers are very, very popular at the moment. Yeah, a bunch of knife sheaths. <laughs> What yeah, else do you make on the mag carriers? Uh, if you've got 457, you probably have all sorts of weird stuff. GSG 16 mag carriers? So we do, as far as 22 goes, we do, yeah, the GSG 16. Uh, we do the CZ uh, 457 or, or Savage. They kind of work in the same carrier, uh, mm-hmm. as well as the Tika T1X. And we're trying to make something for the 1022 mags, but... <laughs> Those That's little good. boxes are interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's how good. Kelly's, at, yeah. Kelly's at work right now screaming at her screaming at her uh, cell phone. Why don't they make 1022 man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're working AICS on something. Nice. All sorts of them. The AICS is probably going to be a great one for PRS and that kind of thing as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. A lot of those guys. Heck of a lot better than uh, running them in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 1911. Cool. How'd you uh, How'd you get into doing all this stuff? So I am a left-handed shooter, and literally finding oh, sorry. Stuff for <laughs> 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 thanks. Um, 
basically finding stuff for for lefties is is hard enough as it is. So a couple of years back, I just decided to to start making my own gear, and it just snowballed from there. And like you said in the intro, I just started making things for friends. Um, I was looking for an out from my from my day job back then, and this this just worked out. And it uh, like I said, it snowballed, and we were able to to just keep going with it. Well, that's awesome. So, so this, this, you're able to do this as your full-time gig? Absolutely. Uh, oh, so awesome. my wife and I uh, own Gray Fox Strategic. We both work full-time. We have three full-time employees and two part-time. Wow. Excellent. Nice. Oh, yeah. Good on you. Thanks. <laughs> I'm jealous. Nothing like getting out of the rat race to do something that you love. Yeah. It's, it's just a different rat race. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's um I wouldn't change a thing uh going from my old desk job to to this. I would never change a thing. It's, you know, some days can be stressful. Uh it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't compare to to what that other job was. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, now on sure. your on your sales, what what percentage is U.S. and Canada, and what percentage would you say is civilian versus military and law enforcement? <laughs> so Canadian sales take up a majority of it. Um, we do uh, we're we're penetrating into the American market very slowly, um, so it's it's marginal at this point. Uh, same with the rest of the world. We have sold stuff to Australia, Japan. Uh, all over Europe, uh, but it's just here and there. It's it's not a constant flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as civilian versus military and law enforcement, I like to think it's it's pretty much split evenly, a third everywhere. Um, right now, I'd say that basically the civilian side slowing down a little bit, whereas the uh, military and law enforcement is picking up. And probably in the spring, it'll just flip back around where they'll slow down a little bit, and then the civilian sales will will pick back up. Yeah, well, you'll have to have to definitely start selling more into the U.S. because in Canada here, it's we're a, we're a limited time opportunity for uh, for holsters. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We we haven't seen the effects of it yet, but it's coming for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one can get new guns, right? So <laughs> once you have your holster, yeah. you're set. Um, so. Go ahead. Oh, uh, we do have plans to to try to, to to penetrate a little bit more into the American market uh, and the European market as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah I guess no uh, no new guns. Then yeah, what you've got is what you've got, and exactly. But we all panic bought like a whole bunch of stuff, and we all need holsters for all of those guns. <laughs> we know. actually need a <laughs> I need a holster for a uh, for a uh, an optic equipped Glock. So I'll be in touch. <laughs> How about uh, a Narenko Olympia? I'm going to need it with the barrel weight and without. He's not going to waste his time on that. Come on. We, no we do have our limits. <laughs> you just like tie a string around that or something. I don't know. Stiff, stiff it in your pants. <laughs> yeah. There you go. As is the tradition in Canada. <laughs> Uh, so what, what kind of uh, products are you aiming at doing next? Um, so we just released our, I'll just grab it. I did bring it with me in my little pile here. Maybe. Imagine like a bunch of holsters and mags. And- oh, buddy, you should see my gear room. It's terrible in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we just released basically a uh, EpiPen carrier. Um, okay. And again, this one works with the uh, tech lock, uh, so it can be carried horizontally, vertically, and yeah, it, it's literally you just slap it in, and it's, yeah. it's we've we've got to think of other little things like right little projects. Uh, we've done a limited run of um, little carriers for um, cigar cutters. We've done that mm-hmm. for a couple of the guys. Uh, it's um, basically as long as I can get the object in my hands, I can either do a 3D scan in the office or design something in 3D uh, and then create a mold to create a carrier. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. a lot of that stuff is fun. 
Uh, do you guys have any uh, questions? Uh, yeah, I had uh, at least one question for the inside the waistband with your, uh, what was it, the Tegris. Other uh, inside the waistband holsters I've seen this use basically like a, a bungee or, or paracord for connecting. And I, I understand that makes flexibility. This Tegris, like what was the choice of going to that instead of what I've seen on other stuff and the benefits? Um, so we wanted something, uh, um, a full back material between the two pieces instead of just bungee uh, to give it more rigidity. Uh, we tried another material before, handed it off to a couple of people to test, and it just it wasn't rigid enough where you'd have your holster right up or down with the mag carrier. Uh, so that's where we started testing with the Tigris. It's just right where you have some flexibility in it, but not enough that it will like collapse on itself. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we, the the main thing behind it is just uh, stability and rigidity. Okay. And that uh, mod wing, is that like different depths or what, what would so, your be like, uh, I guess more or less, like what would your tips be for someone who's looking for an inside the waistband holster? And, you know, especially like Angel said, the amount of options, well, how would you would suggest someone who's looking for one go about choosing what they want? Uh, as far as belt options go, uh, the concealment wing is one that I will always suggest to go with. Uh, it's easy enough uh, to take off afterwards if you, if you really don't like it. Uh, but I haven't had anybody complain about it, you know, concealing it too much. Uh, there is, there are two feet on it. Oh, let me see if I can pull it back up here. So um, basically that little foot here, which is the part that puts the pressure on your, um, on your belt, there is, this is basically the large, uh, and there's one that's a little bit smaller, so it doesn't come out as much. Right. Um, so there is a, that option as well with the concealment wing. As far as the belt attachment goes, um, if you're just starting out, if you're looking for something basic, the best option is the uh, plastic belt clip uh, or the metal belt clip. If you have a, a belt that is inch and a half. Uh, you can't go wrong. Um, from there, you can test it out, uh, see if it works for you or not. But those are the basics. Okay. And so you got a list of pistols there. Do you do custom builds? So if the, somebody wants one built for a gun that's not on that list, can you <laughs> do that? And uh, how would someone go about doing that? So, yes, it's something we can offer. Uh, we don't advertise it too much because the whole process behind it is, uh, like I was mentioning before, we 3D scan uh, all the guns, all the lights, basically all the objects we get. So we need access to that firearm to be able to scan it. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a fully licensed uh, business, so you can send us your firearm, but still, right, you have to send us your firearm. We need it for however long we need it for to be able to scan it and then to work with the holster afterwards. Uh, and there is a cost uh, associated with that. But uh, yes, it is something we do. Um, it's just not something we do often. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> cool. Any other questions, guys? All right. Well, uh, Eric, thanks. For, uh, thanks for very much for coming on. Uh, but just before we go, let people mm -hmm. know where they can find uh, Gray Fox holsters and uh, where they can buy them. Absolutely. Thanks for uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Um, as far as where you can find it, uh, we have our website, uh, which is uh, grayfoxstrategic.ca, and that is gray with an A, not an E. Mm -hmm. uh, we are in a lot of retail stores. Um, if you're I don't have the list handy with me right now, unfortunately. It's but, on the website. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, quite a big list. On the There's lots of places to, to get them. Uh, we have um, basically our Canadian distributor. So that's that's where uh, all our retail stores get their stuff from. Uh, but mostly, yeah, if you just go to our website, you can see all our products. You can contact us. We'll be more than happy to help you out or point you into the uh, to our one of our retailers. Awesome. Before we let you go here, there's just one more question. Uh, shot shell carrier and chew tobacco carrier. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> some things, we, like I said, we just won't do. Uh, I had a request for a donut carrier. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was a joke, but still, the guy was serious enough. Um, I had one for a McDonald's cheeseburger carrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one keeps coming up a lot. <laughs> maybe a Timmy's double double carrier that clips on yeah, your. Uh, maybe. On your <laughs> yeah, I'd buy that. That would be useful, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are stuff that we just won't touch. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Un- well, un- untapped opportunities in the future, given. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Donut carriers. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, Eric, it's been a blast. Uh, thank you very thank much you. for coming on, and uh, look for an order for a Glock 48 holster coming awesome. soon. <laughs> from- thanks for having us. Okay, team. thanks, Eric. I see you there at uh, Trapper, so I'm gonna have to go there and check it out. That's close to my place, so Trapper there Gourds. Go. There we go. Nice. Yep. yep. Awesome. Thanks, Eric. Okay. Talk thanks, to you guys. Bye. Thank you. Thanks again to Eric from uh, Gray Fox Strategic for coming on. Uh, listener feedback. Uh, we've been kind of going through the Facebook comments. Russ has one here. Air 15 is not a weapon of war, so we're good to go, right? <laughs> Correct. It is not a right. weapon of war. No, it's not. Right. Uh, I think these emails are from last week. That one's from last week. I remember reading mm-hmm. this one. Uh, let me on the air very smoothly switch over to our email with no one noticing the dead air at all. I'll just like keep talking over as, look as natural. Possible. No clue. <laughs> look, look and act natural. <laughs> uh, Derek of Banyak Precision would like to uh, send us a Christmas card and patch. Um, that sounds very cool. Please provide a mailing address. Okay, we'll have to uh, <clears throat> get Derek uh, a mailing address for that. And Thank you. Uh, Paul would like some Patreon swag, and I know where Paul is. So, Paul, I'll get you your Patreon swag uh, the next time I go to the Short Park shooting range, maybe. And I think that is all of them. Yes. So I got to get a Patreon patch out. But they're in Edmonton, so. I got some patches right there. Get on that. I can bring them over. (laughs) He went to a Maple Seed, too. So I've met him IRL already. Yep. I'm actually Uh, hoping that, mm -hmm. uh, hoping this new band, speaking of Maple Seed, doesn't go through because I'm determined I'm going to shoot a Maple Seed with a Devore. Oh, Mm. I want to shoot one with an M1 Garand. Nice. Like, yeah, like the original, like yeah. the, the reload with eight kind of thing. I think the only thing that like has me kind of doubting it is trying to like do, do the load two on the, on the your, middle ones. There, out your brain with how that works. <laughs> like, I mean, just, you can put a clip in and then just stick two rounds in and shove it down. I've done that, but uh, yeah, have fun. That sucks. Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Speed loading that's going to be a problem. You're not going to make your timings. I don't think. <laughs> no. And then for the YouTube comments, I'm just going to share my screen. Chrome tab. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you guys can see what the, the back end looks of this. And you can see if there's anyone who, like, really hates us. Uh, comment from Mike about the Gersan. Have the same <clears throat> rifle. Have to lean into it more as you shoot because the inertial bolt hasn't had a problem yet with many different loads. Well, if you lo- lean into it more, the inertial bolt won't actually work as good, will it? If you learn lean into it too much, yeah. And I, I tried, <laughs> I did try both with with those putting because yeah, if you put it up against a brick wall, it won't cycle. It won't cycle. Yeah, no. I'm Any sorry. inertia so have, gun won't you cycle. Have to if you put lean it into it the right amount. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Gas yeah. operated. Yes. Gas operator to blow back. So let it go then. Yeah. Okay. Well, inertial is no. fantastic for shotguns. <laughs> is it? But oh yeah, I don't, like, I don't like the idea that you have to, you know, be holding it the exact right amount to have it work. You okay, don't. the exact is amount of weight. Like you're thinking it's like this, but that yeah. range is huge. It's huge. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So not like you're slightly <laughs> limp. You're not leaning in quite enough, and it doesn't function. No. Gotta, Put it this no. way: your grip matters more on a handgun than the pressure of the buttstock of an inertia-driven shotgun in your shoulder. Uh, okay. Yeah. I've never fired an inertia-driven shotgun, so I don't know how they work. They're, I mean, they're a little bit slower than a gas-operated one, but their reliability and the cleanliness of the action is way better. 
like a mm. gas operated shotgun you fire a thousand rounds through it and like it's not running anymore you have to get into the gas ports and clean it up yeah. and inertial <laughs> cleaning's optional it's, yeah it's not required interesting <laughs> and if you go in like swamps and that kind of thing the gas operated one has like a much higher risk of getting messed up than the the inertial one all the parts are like big and chunky yeah uh, Tony was mentioning uh, new gun stuff, the BCL SRV2. Not sure if it's still coming. I saw the Marstar page was pulled. Uh, yes. Launch timing was too bad. Yeah, BCL's terrible on timing. They yeah. got that one. Their pistol came out like right before the handgun freeze. Uh, like, oh my God. I look at that stuff from manufacturers and I just think, like, how much money did you sink into RD on that? And the government's like, Mip, yoink. Yeah, like, they don't care. This, this isn't like, yeah. this isn't like, a couple hundred bucks these guys spend on this stuff. This is tens and tens of thousands of dollars to develop the gun, get mm-hmm. the machining up and running, test, develop. Like, God, I feel bad for these people. There's no market for that stuff in the state, so they're done. So that's that's mm-hmm. the end of her. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all those all those most recent ones in the amendment uh, are if like a lot of them are affecting the Canadian manufacturers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, few more, few more, few more homeless people on the street. Whatever. <laughs> There's lots Doesn't of room matter. for them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Providence was mentioning. Anyone notice the Mauser M15 isn't on the list? That's uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it uh, did say variant. Yeah. <laughs> it said variant. Ah, it it said variant. Again. It's it's the identical thing to the GSG G15. Or the yeah, GSG15. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter then. Tony was saying, uh, did the handgun freeze affect borrowing restricted firearms as it loaned them the registration certificate semi-permanently? I don't know. I never do those, so I have no idea what that's all about. I don't know. I called the CFO a while ago to loan somebody a handgun, and it was a pain in the ass, and they said I could only do it for 24 hours. That's all they would do. I'm like, really? Because the guy's like driving two days, and they're like, yep, too bad. 24 Mm. hours. Yeah. Mm. So what if I sell him the gun and he just sells it back when he gets back? Yeah, that's fine. Well, not <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. assuming because they're not doing transfers. I, I don't know that they'll allow you to loan somebody a handgun. Mm-hmm. Good it's question. Possible. Yeah. Call the uh, call the CFO and find out for us, uh, Tony. Yeah. Tony also mentioned on episode four eight four, do mag change on Enfields should be possible. Yes, but it's 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 grindy and difficult because they're not really meant to be changed. They're not a speed change thing. They were meant to be loaded no. up from stripper clips. Yeah, they didn't yeah, even give them magazines originally. They just gave you clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone named Trevor Furloti. Oh, uh, that was uh, yeah. This is lame. Uh, they're crap. So yes, at least keep the good ones. I don't know which ones he's talking about though. I think he was talking about when i was mentioning selling my wk ah uh, mm, mm-hmm. sell it uh, and this is no, already sold. two weeks but yeah micro sand <laughs> does not cycle one ounce target loads is there a recoil spring yes we talked about that one i remember yeah. ah if you'd like to comment on one of those myriad social media platforms go ahead and comment on them and we will probably read it on the air Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to email the show, send your email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Uh, finally, head over to patreon.com slash slamfireradio. Um, just help support the show, pay for hosting and whatnot. And what do we use here? StreamYard. That costs money. All that kind of stuff. Uh, and we are uploading special content for Patreonies. Uh, so that'll be up on there as well. Shoutouts, recommendations, podcasts, YouTube sites, that kind of thing. Dave? Uh, Shoutouts to Alberta. You go. You go, Alberta. You go, Berta. You go. Yeah. And the CPC. <laughs> Thank you, CPC. I know people rip on the conservatives for not doing a lot in the past for gun owners, which is which is absolutely true. That is somewhat justifiable. Um, but uh, yeah, thanks for all the work you guys are doing right now. It's awesome. And Brian Lilly and some of the people at National Post that are actually, you know, calling out the concert, calling out the liberals yeah. on this bull- bullshit, and you know, really, actually telling the truth. So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's good to see that some of the media is actually on these guys about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very good. Uh, my shout out is to Kelly for sending the Gunny Girl calendar. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you, Kelly. 
I'm still waiting for mine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the one waiting this year, but uh, maybe your maybe your neighbor got got yours. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it's caught up Uh, in customs. Yeah. Uh, my shout out is for everybody who helped out on Saturday at the Turkey shoot. Uh, finally, uh, check us out on Gunners Canada, like us on Facebook, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Good night, Kelly. Next week. Good night, Kelly. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.